0: Face-to-face, hand-to-hand, film-to-film. Welcome to the first Film-to-Film podcast. Uh, I am James Shergan, and I am joined here by, uh, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Sure. Um, I'm Iñaki Lignero. Thank you for listening to the best podcast about movies in the world.
0: Yeah. At least this is the first 30 seconds of the best podcast about movies in the world. Um, So today, uh, for our first podcast, we are going to be talking about Mother, or in its Korean title, uh, Ma Do, uh, which sort of has a double meaning. It sounds very close to mother in Korean, as well as murder, um, which is uh, not to be confused with Darren Aronofsky's Mother, which is a very different film than this one.
1: Well, the exclamation mark is very important
0: on... uh... And Very the awesome under-casing, uh, all the under-casing, yeah. um, as well as, anyways, we, we won't get into that film. So this is the uh, fourth film by uh, Bong Joon-ho, and it's sort of an interesting crossroads. He's a director that's gotten a ton of acclaim recently, a lot of international acclaim, but I think both you and I uh, knew about him um, for a while now so it's interesting to sort of see him uh, pick up and, and some people to start watching some of his older films i don't think mother would be the most pick first pick for most people that are trying to sort of explore the backlog of bong's films though um uh but it was a well-received film at the time it was released in 2009 it's rated on imdb 7.8 um it was a successful film it made about 17 million dollars globally But compared to the host, uh, which was his previous film before that, which made 78 million, and Parasite, which made 266 million, it's, it's I think it's comparatively looked at as a somewhat minor effort. Um, It did win the Blue Dragon Award, which is the Korean uh, Academy Awards for Best Picture and Best Supporting Actor uh, for the uh, actor that played Jintae, and uh, it was nominated for a bunch of those and it won three. So. Uh, definitely was acclaimed at the time in Korea. Um, When do you first remember uh, seeing this film? How many times have you seen it? Uh, uh, You watched it recently as well, I think?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, the first time I saw it, I think uh, it was, I want to say, back in 2012, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe 2013. Um, I mean, my first impressions... I mean, as I said, this uh, this is one of Bang uh, uh, uh lesser-known movies, and I definitely would say, I mean, it, it's it's way more subtle than other than his other movies. I mean, I mean, you got, as mentioned, The Host, Memories of Murder, uh, Parasite, more recently, and Mother is definitely a more subtle movie uh, uh, with more uh i would say i don't know I could think a little bit more of an intimate story that still has the broad picture uh and criticism but i mean so my, my impressions i mean the first time i saw it was okay this is more of a smaller movie in comparison to what i had already seen uh but i did enjoy it and i i did think i think this is one of his l- less funny movies
0: Yeah, uh, I do think there is a sense of humor to it, and I think just about all of his films do have some sense of humor to it, but uh, I mean, it's called Murder uh, slash Mother, so there is a a sense of humor, uh, certainly a dark sense of humor to parts of it, but it's probably not as outright funny as The Host, or even Memories of Murder for for that matter, which does a... Yeah, Parasite. I mean, the first half of the that film is insanely fun. Um I mean, and even it, I mean, it definitely takes a turn for being dark, but there's a sense of humor throughout that film too. I don't yeah. know if I'd say Mother stands out as being particularly uh particularly not humorful, but uh, <laughs> there's definitely like a few moments where I was uh laughing to myself a bit.
1: Yeah, but, no, no, uh, for sure.
0: It is a maybe a comparatively a serious film. I, uh, I remember seeing this film first in 2010 uh, when it came out. Uh, I went to the uh, University of Washington Theater, uh, or at least a the theater nearby there. Um, it was a year after I graduated, so I made the trek out there and saw it a couple times. Um, I really enjoyed it at the time, too. Um, I think a lot of Bong Joon-ho's films play really well uh, on rewatch, so, but it, but this time when you had suggested we do this film for sort of the inaugural podcast, it had been four or five years at least since I'd seen it for the last time. So it was really nice to revisit it. I really like this film. I think it's, uh, I don't quite put it on the same level as Parasite or Memories of Murder or the Host, but I think it's a really well done film and it's rewarding. And I think you're right on about describing it as a little bit more intimate it's kind of more of a rural setting, which I think you only really see in Memories of Murder. Um, there's fewer characters to it. There's really centered around just that mother-son relationship, um, as opposed to sort of a collection of characters. Parasite, for instance, had a pretty did a pretty good job of developing uh, nine or ten characters, really. So compared to that, this is a pretty... Uh, it's a smaller, it's more intimate, um, and it's... Kind of an interesting contrast, um, but it actually yeah. is the last Korean Korean movie that's not sort of international, like Okja, that he's done um, before Parasite. So right. Ten years apart, but yeah.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, there's definitely... Uh, I mean, on a second watch, I was going to mention, I, I definitely found it more humorous than the first time I saw it. Because I remember the first time I saw it I didn't think it was like, humorous at all Or, you know, funny But I mean, yeah, the second time I think I laughed a lot more uh, they, They're definitely lo- I mean, for, for, for Whichever listener you know, Hasn't seen his movies All of his movies have a lot of comedy in it Maybe, I mean, the one that least, has the least amount of comedy Is probably um, uh, The uh, train one I am blanking on the name, but... Uh,
0: Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer.
1: Snowpiercer. Yeah, I mean, that's the least funny one, but, I mean, generally speaking, all of his movies have lots of comedy in it. Yep. Uh, I would say... And, and Mother definitely has more than Snowpiercer, but, uh, and, uh, yeah, on a 2nd rewatching, re-watching, once you sort of uh, start seeing the, the elements you didn't see before, uh, you definitely appreciate it. So it's definitely a movie you got to watch twice.
0: Yeah, I think there's a notion out here that movies like Parasite as well, they, that they don't play as well a second time um, because this one also, it plays, it's, it's a mystery. You're, you're wondering what's going on and stuff like that. So when you watch it a second or a third time, you know what the big twist is, so you process things just much, much differently. Um, but I think his films do really well even though like a big part of this film uh, on the initial watch it, it will just be inherently pretty different. Um but I I have a I I did pick out some funny quotes, so it's funny that we're talking about the humor already. Um this isn't police torture. I'm taking off my pants too. Um definitely a line you don't want to hear heard to you, read to you at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh no, I mean
1: <laughs> or even or even like the scene when uh when uh the son is in, in jail and uh, like you know, he's at the courtyard, and two, two other like uh, prison mates are like, "Hey, call him a retard." It's really funny, and and you already know that the kid is just gonna go berserk and start beating the crap out of the other person.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, but he, it's sort of really funny because they delay that that thing. The kid doesn't, uh, or the uh, the main character, what's his name, uh, played by Juan Bin, uh, he doesn't Dojun. Dojun is his name He doesn't immediately get up and attack the characters There's sort of this like pause That is very effective And the other character's like What? I didn't see the big deal And then uh, Dojun comes and does like a sort of jump kick uh, At him uh, as he's walking away Which is kind of a funny moment And also sort of uh, reminds me a lot of that uh, Memories of murder moment Where, uh, where we have some jump kicking detectives too
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah um so would you uh did you like this film would you recommend it what's your general thoughts on it
1: i mean i would definitely recommend it uh i don't know if this would be the movie uh movie to start with for this director Mm -hmm. but uh i mean you know whether it's this director or just watching any korean film if you were to start with mother it's a fine film to start with uh you definitely it's definitely a good mystery uh you got, you got some suspense. You really want to know who is the murderer. Uh, you really want to know what's going to happen. Um, Speaking Niam- of
0: which, this is a spoiler-filled podcast, so if you don't want to have the film spoiled, you, don't listen. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> Just yes. wanted to make that clear for our audiences. Correct. Uh, yeah, we we talk about
1: spoilers all the time. So, and we will be out from now on. But... Uh, but I mean as as a movie you you really want to know throughout the movie who the murderer is but once you find out uh, you really want to start seeing back what were the clues if any uh, as well as you know it, it, there's a lot to there are a lot of th- little things that are planted at the beginning that you know makes you m- makes you see that once you find out what who was the murderer which It's great, I'll say it. It's the sun. It would be Jun... Jun Du Ho? Jun? Do Jun. Do do Jun. Yeah. Do Jun. It's the sun, Do Jun. You know, like... That's... uh, It's definitely... It's... It's surprising. Uh, One thing I was going to say about this movie that I also... uh, That really strikes me is that no character in the entire movie is perfect. No you, you. However, I mean, they, they all are deeply flawed uh, from... Mm-hmm. I would say the main character is the mother, who, interestingly enough, does not have a name.
0: Yeah, that is interesting. I mean, it sort of is like Mother with Jennifer Lawrence in that sense. Oh, she doesn't have a name in that one either? Mm-mm. She's oh. just called... Well, I mean, she's called Mother. So... Right, it, right. I would say kind of doesn't. Yeah, that was interesting, too. I couldn't figure out if I just missed the name or if it was... Uh, or if they deliberately don't name her. But I think you're right. I think they deliberately don't name uh, the character. Yeah. Anyways, continue.
1: So, yeah, no, it's... Uh, so, I mean... So, everyone is flawed, including, inclu- including the mother. However, uh, it is fun to... It, it, you still get in, like you, you still, I mean, especially the mother character. Uh, you know, she's definitely endearing. Uh, you know, you you sort of suffer through uh, with her, uh, the suspense in different moments, especially the scene where she's at um, uh, at Do uh, Jun's friend, which I think it was uh, Jin Ke. Yeah, Jin Ke. Uh, you know, when, when she when she's in Jinke's house. Uh,
0: Yeah, incredible scene, really good scene, one of my favorites of the movie. I had that jotted down as one of uh, my favorite moments, just the (laughs) uh, suspense in that. It really reminded me a lot of, like, um, sort of a Hitchcock film in in certain ways.
1: One thing I was going to say, this director does not like police officers
0: and detectives at all. You know, uh, the police, I wrote this down, the police have the distinction in this movie... So they originally arrest the son, uh, Dojun, and you think they're wrong. It's like it's framed in a way that we just think they're wrong. We think he's innocent. And then when they release him, we know that he is actually the killer. So we managed to think the police are wrong for like 99% of the movie. It's just like the police are framed as being incorrect in a way.
1: Well, it's because they're incompetent. So uh, th- that's the reason. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't it doesn't matter whether, whether or not they are correct on who they had. It matters what was the process to to figure out who was the bad guy or who was the murderer, technically, right? And well, you see the, their process, and the process was, hey, let's torture this uh, handicapped kid, <laughs> and and you see that, and you're like, well. Get, you're not going to get the right answer if you do that. And even though they were correct, the way of doing it was wrong. Also, I mean, it, it shows how little they cared about the entire case because the only, the only, the only evidence they had was uh, a confession taken, obtained through basically kicking an apple off the kid's <laughs> mouth yeah. and a golf ball with the kid's name written onto it. And that's it. And I mean, that wouldn't be enough for, for
0: a murder. It's not torture if the police take off their pants too, Iñaki. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how the rules work? I mean, I think it's kind of remarkable uh, in a certain sense because he has another movie where, where it features a lot of uh, police too. So you sort of see them uh, similar and it's similar, but also different. Um, there's a when we see the murder scene with the uh, with the young girl. I'm blanking on her name. Uh, the they sort of go back to memories of murder in a certain way, where they bring on the forensics team and they say that they have like been watching CSI and stuff and they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in memories of murder, it's sort of like famously they're famously incompetent um, and the the lack of uh, uh, just sort of infrastructure in that movie is really emphasized uh but at the same time the police in both films are sort of framed as like incompetent in a certain way
1: yeah
0: i think uh i think you're correct about that and i think you're also if you wanted to sort of i don't know build on that thought a bit you could just see that bong is in general just very skeptical of authority figures Mm -hmm. uh and of like the upper class especially in uh parasite uh so, I, well, I he think finds them lazy.
1: Yeah, like, like I mean, I, I don't, know, I don't know if I'm gonna go for the entire upper class, but especially for police officers, uh, they're lazy. Like that, that was, I mean, they, you, they had their first murder in, you would say, since they remember, Their first murder case, and all they want to do is find the easiest target to arrest with the least amount of effort so they can work, go back and work in a burglary case.
0: <laughs> well, they, were, they were right initially.
1: They were right. But again, it wasn't about whether or not they were right. The right. question is, I mean, the reason why at the end they end up freeing him and catching the other kid with Down syndrome is, <laughs> which is a whole different story, but it's mainly because they found one piece of evidence that might be better. Than a golf go, a golf ball with writing uh, on it, which was a, a, a shirt with blood, which you yeah. know for a fact it's probably is from her nosebleed because her nose bleeds a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, if, yeah and it's also we find that out after uh, after we find out that the son is actually the real killer. Right. Um, I think this film is interesting in that way too. I was going to talk a little bit about sort of the. Subversive nature of Bong and how he turns a lot of these conventions on his head. Before so I feel we do like that,
1: before we do, do yeah. that, should we do a quick summary of the movie because we've been diving in, yeah, <laughs> talking okay. about different. Yeah, blocks. yeah.
0: All right. Here's the one sentence synopsis: uh, A mother desperately searches for the killer who framed her son for a girl's horrific murder. Yes. We should have done that earlier. Uh, it's okay. Before, I, I had that actually on my outline before the perception of this film and I just skipped right over it. So hey, this, that is, this, is this is my a, bad right there.
1: No, no, no. This is the first episode. We are figuring out how to do this. And more importantly, whatever yeah. we do, it's still gonna be the best podcast about movies in the world. So don't because worry we about said it.
0: so. And because we're not wearing pants. Uh, so uh, <laughs> It's not torture, man. Uh, so, would you uh, recommend this film to other people? Um, you watched this with someone else too, am I right? Uh, yeah. The, the people. Yeah, did no, the I like it.
1: Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And no, I saw it uh, with my partner. She liked it, so definitely. Uh, I, I mean. It's, it's not a mainstream movie, it's a lot slower than uh, other movies, I would say it's slower than Parasite, so it really depends on, you know, do you want to watch uh, a blockbuster like you know, a Marvel movie, if so, Mother yeah. might not be the one.
0: Uh, I'd also say this is not like sort of your stereotypical independent film that's like almost glacial in its pace. No. Uh, I think it still moves reasonably okay.
1: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, I would say that's, uh, that's, this director definitely has that quality of, you know, having his movies, uh, be entertaining, uh, always moving. They're always a little bit violent. Uh, (laughs) but, um, yeah, no, it's, it's
0: certainly, Sometimes kind of violent out of uh, nowhere, too. It's almost like explosive spurts of violence rather than sort of a constant drip, drip, drip.
1: Right. Yeah. So, oh, speak. Huh?
0: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I
1: mean, speaking of things, uh, what were your thoughts? You know, like, if any critique uh, this director is trying to make, uh, what do you think he was, he was making, whether about society
0: or. That's an interesting question. I feel like this film has some similar themes to his other ones, but I feel like it's making less of an overt statement uh, than a few of his other Korean films, like The Host and uh, Memories of Murder, which I think can be a little more satirical towards authorities and stuff like that. This, to me, feels more um, very character-centric on the two and, and their relationship. Uh, but I mean, there's definitely some stuff. I think you picked out one earlier with the police and, and the authority figures here. Um, but I, I don't know. I see this more as a character vehicle for uh, Kim He Ja, who plays the mom, and Wan Bin, uh, playing uh, her son. What about, what about yourself? Uh,
1: I mean, I, I actually thought, I actually saw basically the same. Although maybe more subtle, he still uh, he still had the same criticism uh, of society uh, between you know the, the the wealthy in a way between the wealthy and, and non wealthy. So I mean you had you had right. The, 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 there is big part part of the the, the movie is you know the mom and her son. But I mean at the same time, the 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 mother you know she is not wealthy at all. She is definitely you know. She sort of sells uh, cheap Chinese herbs uh, and does, you know, some healing <clears throat> therapy. Uh, but but clearly, you know, when, I mean, when when the uh, when the son gets arrested, uh, the officer, you know, when he's like, you have the right to an attorney, but your mom will not be able to afford one. You know, like you're. It's already implicit that you know they're not a wealthy family, and right. and then. But then, uh, uh, and that's why the cops can be lazy at the same time. They, they they know they don't have to put as much work because there's there's not gonna be a, I mean the the kid is not gonna cooperate very well, and then you know getting an ex attorney is not gonna be easy, and then but then you have the lower level, which is the homeless dude, which uh, he. Uh, at, I mean, again, spoiler, right? Uh, the, when when the mother finds out that he, her son did it, is through the homeless guy who saw the entire murder, and she killed him, burnt his place, and no one cared, and and right. that that's the, the the lower level. So there is a parallel in, in a way, uh, 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 even with Parasite, in the sense that you do have levels, right?
0: Uh, right yeah good great great observation there yeah I think it does parallel that too I mean Parasite in a way has a similar three levels to, to it as well Anyways, and I continue. mean, e-
1: even the girl who was murdered she was more on the mother level which is people care about her murder partly because she was uh, placed on, 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 on a rooftop but also but, but still she was very poor she basically was, had to sell her body for food which was part of the plot of the movie
0: yeah, uh, uh, yeah, interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you. I think those are uh, interesting uh, comparisons to look at. Um, where do you uh, place this as far as like uh, films for Bong Joon-ho? Where do you rank it? For me, it's kind of in the middle. Uh, I put it, and I, I think this is a fantastic film... I just put it a little bit beneath uh, Memories of of the Host, and Parasite, um, but I enjoy this film more than Snowpiercer and Oakjaw and Barking Dogs. What about yourself?
1: Uh, I'd say about the same. I haven't seen Barking Dogs, but uh, definitely this is better than Oakjaw um, and Snowpiercer. Um, with regards to Memories of Murder, no, nah, I mean, that, that movie is probably superior. Um,
0: Parasite,
1: Yeah, also more entertaining.
0: Yeah. I think you and I might share what's probably not a terribly common opinion, that Memories of Murder uh, is uh, more enjoyable for us than Parasite. (laughs) Probably. But for me, they're both masterful films, uh, some of the best contemporary cinema. But uh, anyways, we are talking about Mother today, not not those films. Um, So... I think, uh, so kind of at the heart of the film is this sort of mother-son relationship. One thing that's interesting is they actually don't have that many... You're right that it follows the mother around more, but the son gets arrested pretty early on. So we see a lot of the mom on her own. And we Mm -hmm. sort of see the relationship also through these flashbacks. And it's interesting because it's not exactly just like a super... uh, lovey-dovey relationship. It's a little more complex than that. Uh, We see the son attempt to rebel and her attempt to nag, but never do we actually doubt that they care deeply for each other. Um, And I think one way to also look at sort of the journey of this film is that they are learning more about the darker sides of each other and sort of discovering or remembering uh, each other's secrets. And they, at the end of the film, there's sort of an interesting moment where the son gives back the acupuncture kit to his mom that he found from the junk collector's uh, burned house. Um, And in a sense, they're both sort of covering for each other.
1: Right. Uh, The the son is somewhat, it's, well, the movie leaves it unclear whether the son knows that the mother saved him, which is is interesting. They do leave that, that open. But yeah, but yeah, you're right. Uh I mean, there's also a little bit of a, a, a one thing I noticed is that the the movie sort of has a circular concept at the end. And by that I mean um more the circular like the, the characters evolved, but they sort of trade places in a little a little bit. So most of the movie, right, so it begins with I mean, well, one thing that struck like that definitely caught my attention is it begins with the mother dancing on the field. Then you have, you know, you see a little bit of the mother son relationship and yes the mother is nagging at him for him to eat and she's in fact feeding him like literally giving him like cutting pieces of chicken give it to him. Then the son gets arrested and the entire movie is about the mother trying to prove that the son did not commit the murder. Once she finds out that he did commit the murder. She kills the only person that could have incriminated him. And then he's freed for unrelated reasons. And then, basically, you have, after he's released, they're eating again. The mother is no longer nagging at him. In fact, he's eating by himself. He's, he's, you know, using the chopstick. So in a way, he has evolved. Then the mother, he covers for the mother by... Taking out the uh, the acupuncture needles, giving it to her, and the entire movie ends with the mother again dancing, but instead on the field, she's dancing in a bus. So there's a little little bit of a, a cycle in within the movie that was I don't know that caught my attention.
0: For sure, yeah, no, I think you're right on about that. I I, I believe that most of that has to be pretty intentional. Um. Yeah, so anyways, I'm going to go back to a little bit to the, sort of that subversive nature of a lot of uh, Bong's work about how he sort of churns a lot of these conventions uh, on its head. And I think the first place to sort of look here is at the two leads of the story, uh, Wan Bin and Kim Hye-ja. Uh, so Wan mm-hmm. Bin uh, is uh, actually known for being like a very attractive male actor. Um, and he starred earlier, five or six years previously, in a film I actually don't like, but was tremendously successful in South Korea, Taegukki ki which is sort of the Saving Private Ryan in a certain sense. It's about the Korean War and two brothers uh, during that time. And uh, I don't know. He, this is, he, he chose to do this film and The Man from Nowhere, which is a pretty entertaining Korean action film, Uh, right after he finished his mandatory military service. So I think he was like 31 when he did this film Um, and sort of still known as being sort of like this male heartthrob. And so I think it's interesting that they sort of take that and they give him a bad haircut and then they make him sort of a mentally uh, handicapped character. And, you know, I mean... I just think it's interesting. I, 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 for for yeah. uh, Western audiences, it's going to play a little differently than it would for Korean audiences who are familiar with this actor and their body of work. Um, but uh, I think there's a certain uh, skill towards choosing these uh, movie stars that you sort of have these preconceived conceptions of and twisting that logic into something else and something different.
1: Right. Although, I was going to say, though, the, the movie i like what you're saying and to add a little bit to it though that the director knows he picked you know a, a heartthrob uh for korean movies so i i don't know i don't know much about korean actors however one thing one <laughs> oh, thing this
0: guy's definitely in my top seven no.
1: right <laughs> no, I, uh, I know i mean he was damn sexy but I, actually so going into that point uh the movie actually they actually uh, acknowledge that in the movie a lot of times, they so do. They, they do. So, for example, uh, when uh, when they're at the golf course uh, and uh, you know Do Jung and uh, Jin tai are, are, are talking uh, about sleeping with girls, uh basically says in the moment, "This guy, this guy has uh, looks really good." but he's so fucking stupid. Uh, like, he talks to himself. They basically say, like, oh, he's good-looking, but fu- a fucking idiot. And then there's uh, later another scene where the, uh, the, mo- the mother is doing ac- uh, acupuncture with uh, uh, to someone Her else. Yeah, yeah. F- you the know, the um,
0: photo studio person.
1: Yeah, I believe it was that one I mean, basically she, They having a conversation about uh, That she was like Oh, with this treatment You definitely will get pregnant And she's like, really? Uh, I mean, I hope so And she was like, yeah This is a treatment I had Before I had my son And, and then she was like Oh, your son uh, You know, he, she basically says uh, Oh, John, Yes, he, he's, so, he's so pretty And the mom is like Yeah, he has my eyes Which is I mean, basically Everyone admits he's pretty But he's fucking dumb
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, so I mean it's it's quite interesting in in that sense, and the other lead, uh, Kim Hye Ja, uh, who plays the mom, so Bong Jun Ho would not do this film if she didn't agree to do it, so she is literally the centerpiece of the movie. she's in the title. Uh, he, this film would not have been made if she didn't agree to do it, um, and she's sort of known to play a mother figure in Korea. Um, I haven't seen uh, much of her other work, but uh, I did pull this out of, um, I think, Wikipedia, uh, talking about one show which she's known for, Country Diaries, uh, which she appeared for 22 years. is particularly notable for making Kim into a household name and cementing her image among South Korean audiences as an iconic, unconditionally loving, and self-sacrificing mother. So, this image, while... It won't have much of an impact for you or I who are viewing this uh, as non-Korean people um, or people that uh, have not grown up in Korea or anything like that. But it would definitely have some sort of impact on the Korean audience, uh, bringing sort of like these notions of who Kim Hye-ja is. Um, and the impression I got from just reading about sort of her image was that she was like known to be a very uh, kind, or it's like a very positive image. And this film, in a certain way, takes some of that, but it also makes it, gives it a sort of interesting, darker twist to it. Because in a way, the mom is, uh, I mean, be- be- the mom becomes a murderer as well uh, mm-hmm. in, this, in this film.
1: Right, but I mean, uh, 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 I don't know. I mean, sure. I I agree that, you know, maybe you could say that it turns it around, but at the same time, it it sort of follows the same patterns, right? Uh, uh, She is a mother first, and she will do whatever she can to get her son uh, out of prison. I mean, at the end of the day, like, the son should not be in prison. Uh, uh, He should be at a, you know, at a mental institution for having murdered that girl. But, I mean it is clear that you know he did not have the mental capability of really knowing what the hell he was doing right and which to right. that point uh the attorney that she hired uh, that w- which is something i will jump later but uh, he he probably got the best deal if the cops were good
0: <laughs> yeah 4 years at a mental institution is not not bad uh, no for manslaughter? Yeah. Nope, not yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're going to get to the, the double murder, because the murders are framed in a way that you see both kind of at the basically the same point in the movie. So we'll <laughs> talk about that later. I think that's probably the most pivotal thing, and that's one of the points I uh, sort of earmarked uh, for discussion. Um, so the last uh, sort of point on sort of the subversive nature of Bong and, uh, is... Uh, The sense that, like, we've seen this sort of story before. There's, like, a wrongly accused person that the audience is more familiar with and the cops just don't understand.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: They're framed or they're falsely accused in some way. Um, And, uh, yeah, they're mentally handicapped. Uh, But Mother somehow manages to do both in a way where we end up with the the person that eventually ends up taking the fall for the murder is also uh, mentally handicapped, perhaps even more so than our lead character. And so they end up being wrongly accused, but our lead character actually is uh, the, correct, uh, the correct killer in a way. So it's, right. it's interesting that... Uh, I don't know, it's just interesting because we're so used to these stories where a protagonist is going to be innocent in the end. So right. I almost assumed that they would be, uh, for most of the movie I think on my first watch um, And so it's almost like Pretty uh, Pretty effective uh, it's A strong impact When you realize that Actually they are guilty
1: Right No no it's funny It's, uh, it's Had been for me This is my second viewing It had been so many years That I knew he was the killer But rewatching it I was questioning it, Like wait Was he the killer? Like Was he the murderer? Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah no definitely and one thing I, I was gonna i find pretty funny about uh about the kid who they end up arresting uh who the G- cops GP. end up thinking huh j p yeah. yeah is that uh when the cops arrested uh, i mean when they're telling their mother about j p they're like oh yeah no uh he is this kid definitely was the killer? You know, he had a shirt with her blood. He claims that he's the, her boyfriend, but with that face, it's impossible. And then you uh, there there's scenes earlier in the movie where the mother was trying to, trying to get information about the murdered girl, uh, the murdered girl, and someone was saying, "Oh, she's dating JP," and someone's like, "No, he, she's not." That with his face, that's impossible. And then yeah, you see JP and and. and and, you know, it's, it's a guy with Down syndrome, which, you know, they have a particular, um, I mean, uh, they, they have a visible, you know, difference as opposed to other mental handicap, I mean, mental disorders or whatever you call it. With that said, at that point, I think he was dating the girl who was murdered. Like I, I think he was, he probably was which is even sadder because he's basically telling the cops the truth basically he's like, I, no I have this shirt because I was dating her and she bled on it because she had a nosebleed and the cops are like, with that face? mm-mm and, and again, that goes into the whole point of one, lazy, and two so, uh, a, a form of discrimination that is pretty interesting <laughs> and, and, and terrible mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure but also it's um, kind of comedic because,
0: I don't know, I mean... Right. Like, yeah. I mean, it's also interesting to look at this film uh, coming out uh, because actually Memories of Murder and The Host also had uh, prominent mentally handicapped characters. Well, The Host, debatably, I guess. You could talk about The Father. Uh, I'd uh, say yeah. <laughs> debatably. Um but, uh, uh, like, in Memories of Murder, that character also is falsely accused, uh, mm-hmm. and they end up uh, tragically dying in that film. Um, so uh, it's interesting to see him sort of go back to that. Um, I think there is a danger in doing it too much, and I, I'm glad that Bong has stopped those yeah. sort of characterizations in, in more recent films. Um, but it plays a, such a huge role in this film, it's, it's sort of impossible to not discuss.
1: Well, I mean it's it's a, it's a pivotal scene. I mean I mean that that the uh the son, you know, the fact that he is mentally handicapped is is a key factor in the movie because that's why he killed her, right? Uh he is mentally handicapped. He knows that he's mentally handicapped, so he gets angry anytime anyone calls him a retard and because she called him a retard, he Accidentally, I mean, he hit her with a giant boulder, which killed her. Right. Uh,
0: Let, let's go to that scene. Let's talk about it. Let's get right. Uh, right to that scene. So it's kind of uh, the emotional climax of the movie in a way, where uh, the mother is at the junk collector's place, and mm-hmm. she's basically trying to get to the bottom of it, and she figures out that the old guy is on the phone, and her son sort of uh, uh, corroborates that with her, so he he, he knows that, he was a witness to it. Wait, let me, um,
1: let me clarify by, by what you mean by on the phone. So uh, to, to refresh people's memory, uh, the, 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 the girl who was murdered, she had a, uh, her, she had a phone where she took pictures of, of every person she had slept with. And somehow she also took a picture of the uh, what appears to be either
0: homeless but the young yard guy. So, sorry, continue. <laughs> right, so they figure out that the junkyard guy, the older man, um, uh, saw it. And so we see this flashback, um, and we see the old man uh, who has collected rice. So it makes sense that he is seeing her, because he's basically buying her services as a prostitute by giving her food. Uh, and But before she sees the old man... Uh, or it goes to see him uh, dojun confronts her who has been drunk from and coming home from a bar and it's sort of this uh, in a way this tragedy of of uh, coincidence where they both end up sort of striking a nerve in the other one uh, that's sort of like their weak spot that that sort of just triggers both um, mm-hmm. where where dojun who had been egged on a little bit from his friend Jinte earlier about just like uh, about like sleeping with girls or whatever, uh, asks if she likes guys, and not knowing, of course, that she is a prostitute, and she is just sick of that, so she sort of fights back and tells him not to talk to her like that, um, and ends up calling her a, a retard, probably without even knowing that he was mentally handicapped. Right. And so Dojun, we don't see him really as being, the only times in the film we see him sort of fighting back are when he is actually called retard and that's true i think for just about the entire film and we see that three or four times and this time he picks up a giant uh rock and throws it and makes a direct hit uh and i don't think he intended to kill her so you as our local uh as our resident esquire uh on on the film to film podcast can tell me if this is manslaughter or actual murder um but he sort of freaks out uh he's and it's really a very effective scene where he's sort of opening and closing his cell phone, and we see it very voyeuristically through these windows. Um, and so, eventually, uh, I'm just going to run through the, the the second part of this too. Uh, we go back to the mom, uh, who then tells uh, the junk collector that actually her son is not guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, And so the junk collector says, "Uh uh-oh, I I need to set the record straight, and goes over to dial the police. And so the mom, like, almost instinctually just uh, picks up... What does she pick up? Is it a wrench? Yeah. A wrench?
1: wrench.
0: Yeah. And then she basically takes it to the back of his head and just beats him to death. Uh, And... In this scene, uh, she gets blood all over her face She tries to clean up She realizes it's futile And she smears her face Sort of like her son does So it's sort of a reference to sort of like What you were talking about earlier Where they're sort of uh, They're sort of fusing and unfusing Into being similar uh, with each other And she ends up burning his whole place down In this great one take shot Um so, yeah, those are, those are the uh, two murders there. And, and the scene is really... Um, th- like, this film uh, may move a little slower at certain parts, but this scene, you're just glued to the screen. Yep,
1: it's very intense. It's very suspenseful at the same time. Because, uh, again, throughout the entire movie, until that very moment, you, you think the son is innocent. In fact, you think that uh, the junkyard, old man... You think that he was the murderer, and 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 then all of a sudden, you find out no, nope, he's just a dude that saw the 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 uh, the homicide, and and then all of a sudden you know, and he's confronting the mother of the kid who committed the homicide. But yeah, no, I I, I do like the references. It's, it's interesting how like for example. You know, they bring back the, the kid, you know, he's like, no, it was definitely him. I saw him uh, rubbing his, doing this weird thing with his hands, which is something the mother had taught the kid, which was, you know, rubbing his temples uh, uh, to, to remember or to think, uh, to calm down. And he did that after, kill, uh, after killing the, the girl. Uh, so, yeah. Well, and, and if you want to go into the whole, uh, was it murder? Was it uh, <laughs> manslaughter? I can definitely go into that.
0: Uh, well, give uh, us your your one sentence thing. Was the was the uh, killing of the girl manslaughter or murder? My guess uh, is manslaughter.
1: Yeah, the killing of the girl would have been ma- manslaughter. Uh, there, there was there was no intent to kill her. Uh, definitely, he did do, do an act that was hazardous, basically, and uh, and that would hurt her life but at the same time I don't know if he even had the capacity to think about uh, killing her but I mean but at the end of the day he did it at the, at the heat of the moment which was which is the main main reason why it would be manslaughter uh, he was pissed he yeah, at least uh, subjectively was really angry uh, objectively right. he wasn't uh, objectively he shouldn't have been but uh and that's the part where he's like, yes, but he was mentally handicapped, so yeah. you know, you don't know.
0: Nine uh, times out of ten, that probably doesn't even make contact. Right. Exactly. Um,
1: the mother is a little bit harder. Uh, you, you could argue that it was manslaughter when when the mother kills a young old Man, you could argue that it was manslaughter, or you could argue that it was uh, that it was uh, murder. Uh, it all depends on whether she thought about it
0: yeah uh, if, i if mean she, if hmm? probably not premeditated is my guess uh, but, but uh, uh, de- or at least not de- de- deliberated for sure yeah. yeah but intent probably
1: well right but but the question is at the end of the day is was it at the heat of the moment right uh, yeah i don't know uh that's a good yeah. question i'm not i'm not a crit- criminal attorney so yeah I I forgot most of that stuff from the bar, okay. so I'm not gonna. <laughs> I,
0: I I've been a jury on the, a jury before for one of these, so I I know what's up. I'm, I'm basically an expert on it. Um, Excellent. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, but I do want to say the mother's crime in a certain sense is worse because it's not an accident and some, something like that. So I think it's no. an interesting idea where we see. The murders are not necessarily – well, the, the killings are not necessarily equals in a certain way. An accidental killing occurs, and that's followed up by the cover-up, uh, a more serious uh, uh, thing, at least in the probably the U.S. court's eyes. Um, but yeah, uh, did you have any other thoughts on that sort of uh, pivotal scene?
1: I mean it, it, I do like the the mirror of it a little bit in the sense that uh, and, and and you definitely hit to a point there which is the 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 son and the mother do switch places uh mentally a little bit um the mother loses it right when she finds out that it was her son that committed the the killing and she finds out you know and and, and she finds out that uh the young, young yard guy was going to call the police to make sure that they knew that it was his son, which would have been the second and most damning piece of evidence. She loses it, she kills the man, and then she sort of reverts to almost a child, right? Like, she's just pushing... In a way, to me, I thought... I, I, it almost seemed like she was trying to push the blood back into his head, kind of saying, like, no, no, please don't die kind of concept.
0: yeah. Good observation. Uh, yeah, because it, it was so futile to wipe up the blood at that point.
1: Yeah, I, I don't even know if she was wiping the blood or she was trying to push into his head, or she mm-hmm. she wasn't even thinking at that point. And and it was right. sim- similar to the son, which is he didn't know what to do after he killed uh, the little girl. And at the end, which he explains later, <laughs> he took it, he took the girl to the top of the to the rooftop, so someone would see her, so they would call an ambulance.
0: Yeah. I mean, and it's something that, like, everyone had not interpreted... No one had interpreted it that way. Like in fact, had, yeah. yeah. Jin yeah, he 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 had said that it was, like, to show off in a certain way. It was, like, sort of an exhibition way to, to kill someone. But it was actually uh, not, not exactly that. <laughs> That's not what went through uh, Dojun's head.
1: Right. Although you, you can tell that Dojun knew what he did was bad... Because he could, have called the, he could have called the cops. He could have called down the equivalent of 911 in South Korea. And, and in fact, he thought about it because he kept on opening and closing his right. phone.
0: Who do you think he was calling, actually? Do you think he was calling his mom or the police? I mean, those are the two candidates. Or, or Jinta, I guess. But my guess is not Jinta. Uh I think he didn't... He knew that he had to call somebody. Yeah. But he chose not to. Yes.
1: Which which also could have because I mean we don't know when the girl died, she could have died right after the impact of the rock with the rock, or she could have died of you know bleed uh bleeding hours later, and had he called the police or called you know even the mother, maybe that would have been that would have saved her. We don't know that,
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it doesn't show. I mean, it shows it as if it's like a single blow and uh, she dies, but it's all through sort of the memory of that older junk collector, so we don't actually know. Uh, Right.
1: I mean, she could have been been concussed, right? So she could have been completely out.
0: And I mean, you could drag her anywhere, but she
1: could have been alive, and, you know.
0: Speaking of which, actually, in a certain way, one thing that makes it all a little more complex is that the witness of it also was seeing that young girl as a prostitute with rice which is sort of uh, going to give people i don't know mixed feelings about him as well um which is probably why he didn't because he could have also called someone uh to see to get the body too but he yeah. chose not to as well so yeah. it's not even just uh dojun that could have potentially tried to get medical help
1: I, I i have a question since you've seen this movie more than i have um uh, In that phone, wasn't the detective in it as well, in the pictures? Because there was a man who kind of looked like the detective, but
0: I... I I, I don't know. Uh, I think this thought didn't cross my mind, this viewing, but now that you say it, it has crossed my mind in previous viewings. Uh, But I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, it's possible. You you mean like the head detective that interacts with the mom? Yeah. I don't know. That guy does have a distinctive look, so... You yeah, especially
1: to, his haircut.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's maybe possible in a way, although if you think that would have been the case, you—I don't know—it makes you look at the film a lot differently because that guy has a lot of control over the investigation, and yeah. you never see him sort of like. You buy that he's incompetent more than you buy that he's like corrupt.
1: Well, I don't think he was being corrupt. I think he, I mean I, the girl is dead, so it doesn't matter, right?
0: Well, it probably wouldn't be good for his career to be seeing a high school girl as a prostitute.
1: Yes, but what, what I'm saying is I mean, well, I, actually that's a, now that you now, you, now that you pointed out that way, I mean, he never even searched for the phone, right? No, how he f- didn't. Right. So, he found the like if he found the phone, then then yeah.
0: Huh. My guess is no. That, that's my guess. I don't know. Uh,
1: maybe uh, we need to do another viewing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Any other thoughts on that sort of uh, that flashback scene uh, with the double murder? Um. No. <laughs> okay. Um, The other notable scene I sort of had flagged here too was that scene you talked about earlier where uh, the mother goes to Jinte's place and she sort of sneaks in and uh, she she ends up in the closet where she finds a golf club, which she shouldn't have, and she finds what she thinks is blood, but it's actually lipstick, and then she sort of gets uh, stuck in the closet, so to speak, while Jinte comes home and uh, has sex with Mina uh, and then she sneaks out in the end. And so it's sort of a really suspenseful scene. Um, yeah. And it's funny, also, uh, voyeuristic, um, and... I don't know, it's interesting. Uh, there's there's a few th- scenes in here that remind me a lot of Hitchcock. I think it's almost his most Hitchcockian film. Uh, bong's hmm. in a certain way, just the amount of suspense there. But that scene also is one where you really quiet down... It does a lot of work with just like... Uh, I, I, I have that image of her walking over the water bottles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just being really, really quiet. She's trying to be quiet. And then the water starts coming out because she knocks one over. And yep. it hits Jinte's hand. I mean, it's just sort of... That that might be the image that sticks in my mind the most uh, from watching this film. Really effective scene too. I, I really enjoyed that part.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, it's pretty intense uh or, or not intense but yeah it's suspenseful it is and it, it is very funny uh it's it, it overall it's a very funny scene uh because you're like, all right, what is she gonna do? Is she gonna watch them have sex? oh yeah. no. They are having sex. How is she gonna get out?
0: <laughs> nope, she's stuck in the closet. Did it remind you at all of the parasite scene where uh, where they're stuck under that table and the dad and mom?
1: Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, it's it's there. There is there, there's definitely parallels there.
0: Yeah, Uh-oh. and there he adds a little bit of uh, kinks into both of them to make them. A little bit more than just a vanilla sex scene. Yeah. Um, anyways, By the way, uh, do
1: you think it was kind of weird how... Because, I mean, uh, whether we're talking about uh Jin Tae or, or Ju, they were always dealing with uh, high school girls. Like, But Jin Tae didn't seem like someone who was, you know...
0: Yeah, a high I mean... Schooler it's almost like the police were more envious of him than uh than not but i don't know it did seem like his girlfriend mina may have been a little bit older than the other girl like the other girl the murdered girl and she's sophomore yeah and mina i don't know how old she was but she could have been like a, a senior or something like that i don't know but i mean either way in the u.s both of those would be perceived as problematic whereas like jinte the actor i know is like 28 29 but we see that on from the pictures on his wall that he's already gone through military service and stuff like that so he's somewhere in his 20s um, right
1: like mid-20s and, and that's something that also happens uh in parasite where you have uh the main son ah,
0: yes good call yeah i didn't think of that
1: yeah, because, I mean, again, the girl was, like, in her junior or maybe senior year of high school, and the son had already been in, right? like, in his mid-20s. Yes.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I mean, sure. I, I don't know if that's a Korean thing, or if it's something it,
0: else. I mean, it, it, I can't help but think a little bit of, like, Jap- J- Japanese culture, where schoolgirls are a bit fetishized in a certain way, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it is how similar or different it is. It's a little bit beyond my expertise. (laughs) So I'm just going to say that. So I'm not sure. Uh, But it is an interesting thing. There's something a little bit perverse about watching it as a uh, Western audience, for sure. And probably the darker moments of this film have to do with, like, the fact that the victim of the crime uh, had to prostitute herself just to, like, basically feed herself and feed her grandma's uh, uh, rice liquor addiction
1: right right actually so and the reason i was asking you this question is because uh you do see a lot of uh, uh you, you i mean you i know you've seen a lot uh, seen a lot of you know korean movies and i, I was wondering if this is something you've seen another with other directors or in other films
0: uh, i feel like i've seen it more with japanese films in a certain way uh I think there is a cultural difference for sure between right. uh, us in the US and uh, them but I don't know I got to v- imagine it's at least somewhat inappropriate over there one thing yeah. to also note is that they are in um, rural South Korea as opposed to Seoul so it may be a difference too between uh, sort of uh, that scene versus like parasite where it is in Seoul that's true yeah um, the last point I had to talk about uh, with the film before we sort of wrap up was just uh, memory. And I think this is one thing that's one theme that's sort of touched on throughout the film that is not actually a part of a lot of other Bongs films in a certain way. And there's a lot of just like trauma. Uh, we, we see through the flashbacks that um, the mother uh, tried to basically do a murder suicide with her son when he was like four or five
1: well that wasn't a flashback the son that's explicitly stated right
0: yeah yeah did I say something else I, I meant flashback
1: no no I said it was not a flashback because the oh, flashback yeah. a flashback would be if, if you know they show you the scene of the mother killing the son right here is more of the son the son after he got the crap beat out of, like after they beat the crap out of him and in, in prison the son tells the mom oh I remember something something very important
0: Okay, you tried okay. to poison me. <laughs> Sorry, I,
1: it's semantics. Okay. So I
0: just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Memory versus flashback. All right. So we see in the son's memory that uh, the mom essentially uh, tried to do a murder suicide, but perhaps uh, darkly humorously, the mom chose to use not a strong enough uh, dose, so they ended up just vomiting. And there, it sort of alludes to the idea that maybe uh, Dojoon's mental handicap may have something to do with that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, So it may have something to do, some uh, personal responsibility there for the mom. And so, obviously, the mom doesn't want Dojoon to remember this, but he ends up remembering it throughout the film. Uh, He ends up remembering it after the scene that you talked about. Um, And uh, just throughout the film, too, they're trying to get him to remember, and to remember... um, but there's also the idea of forgetting as well. Uh, the mom, mm-hmm. after he reveals that he knows that, wants to give him acupuncture to have him forget. Right. Uh, and uh, the mom, after she commits the murder, is almost despondent for the next, like, 15 minutes or so mm-hmm. until she goes onto that bus and Dojun gives her back her acupuncture kit. And we sort of see her, like, finding that point. And that's a reference to the earlier point where Dojun... Uh, where she talks about like finding that meridian that will allow you to forget. And then yeah. we finally see her sort of dancing wildly in that party bus. We don't really know what her emotional state is at that point, but it seems like it may have worked to some extent. So the idea oh. of like remembering and forgetting um, plays throughout the film. I don't know, did you have any thoughts on that sort of reoccurring Yeah, thing? no,
1: I did. I mean, uh, definitely... Uh, um, I mean, the entire movie... Probably the crux of the entire movie is about memories, right? It's who remembers what. Like for 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 the son in order to get out of out of prison, the assumption was as soon as he remembers what happened, he's out, right? Uh, but the entire movie, he did. He, I mean, in fact, in the entire movie, he he never remembered what happened.
0: Never. We we, we I, don't know if he knows that he killed the girl. Yeah, I Yeah,
1: we don't. We yeah. don't. Yeah. Um, uh, but at the same time, yeah, the, the mother uh, basically with her powers of making people forget things through acupuncture, and I don't know. One thing I, I, now that you 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 mentioned the party bus and all that, uh, one thing I wonder is maybe you know she she made him mentally handicapped because of the poison, or maybe she made him mentally handicapped because of the acupuncture. <laughs> wow and, and 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 you know like because once she does that to herself then uh, uh on the on the party bus then she goes crazy dancing uh, and you know <laughs> you're kind of wondering like
0: ah, what happened
1: <laughs> you know
0: i think i read about this one on the uh reddit conspiracy board <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow interesting uh I can't say there's a lot to back that up other than just, like, those circumstantial evidence, but that, right. that that's a possible interpretation. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, in, in, in no moment they tell you that because she poisoned him, he, you know, he became mentally handicapped, right?
0: Yeah. No, I think there's a general ambiguity to it, too. It's yeah. not for sure, but I don't think it's crazy to think that maybe, uh, maybe that might be the case.
1: Right. No, no, for sure. Uh, uh, yeah, but I mean, because the entire movie, there is this little mysticism, right, of what what can be or cannot be done with acupuncture. I mean, the mother, the main character, she really believes on the crap she sells, right? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, to the point that at least it worked with him. After she pinched that nerve or whatever, he forgot for several years that she tried to (laughs) kill him.
0: Wow. Interesting. Actually... Interesting, interesting thought there. Yeah, I mean, maybe her acupuncture is just super effective, and she basically causes amnesia to him. Maybe maybe the mom, maybe one of the deleted scenes of Memento is her <laughs> giving that to guy Pierce <laughs> at the beginning.
1: <laughs> Who knows, you know?
0: <laughs> she moves to America, and she does it on this Australian guy. Yeah, anyways.
1: I mean, I do think, I do think that it, it leaves it, 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 it's open to that interpretation. I'm not saying...
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's one of the beauties of these films. Is there's all these, like, minor little details that are not fully explained, and I think to some people, that could drive them a little crazy, uh, mm-hmm. the people that sort of want that, but there's a lot of ambiguity in characters, a lot of ambiguity in, like, what exactly has happened, and you don't need to know those things to enjoy the film. Uh, I think the film works great as a just a murder mystery in a mm-hmm. way, but uh, but they do add a lot to the richness of it, and I think they're a big reason why uh, I love uh, rewatching watching a lot of these Bong Joon-ho films.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Um, so, uh, my last thing I have is uh, what has sort of aged in this film. This film was released not so long ago, 11 years ago. I'd say the only thing for me that I had was the cell phones. Uh, the cell phones, like, definitely feel like they're 11 or 12 years old and they're probably the only thing that sort of dates this film in that era like the pervert phones and like the poop spinning and stuff like that uh it's definitely like a product of sort of the uh the uh that decade 2000 to
1: 2009 yeah i mean definitely although i would say
0: like now if they made it they would just like have a smartphone take a photo they wouldn't have to like mod these phones True.
1: True. I mean, I. I uh, yeah. I, I guess if we if we nitpick, on. Uh,
0: uh, oh, it's definitely a nitpick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I would I would put that on a nitpick more than anything else. In the sense that, yeah, I I, I agree. It the the phones are aged, and uh, especially I mean, if we're talking about one plot point, was the pervert pervert phone, which is, you know, the, the fact that like you had to physically modify a phone in order to make sure that it de- didn't have that picture sound when you took a, f- a picture, right? Yeah. So, yes, I mean, th- that's the only plot point that aged. Because besides that, and I mean, I don't know how much of a plot point that is, and which is why I'm calling a nitpick, but besides that, I mean, y- yes. that it is, does play
0: a major role in the plot. Cell it, phones.
1: Yeah. Cell phones play a major role. Yeah. I don't know if the I don't know if the sound uh, the, the, the pervert phone I mean yes the character uh, the character you know knows how to fix them but you could have gone without it and it wouldn't have taken much out of the movie you know like you could you could have had smartphones of today take pi- and, you know where all the pictures are silent and maybe it would have taken out you know one string of dialogue in the movie it would have worked
0: it would have worked fine yeah yeah exactly I, yeah Like, they wouldn't have had to have that storyline plot where she goes to uh, that one girl and tries to mod the phones or whatever. She would have just had to find the phone. Well, I don't know. Maybe it would have worked the same. I don't know. Uh, But, yeah, I'd say most of this film holds up really well. Um, It's only 11 years later, but...
1: Yeah. No, definitely.
0: Right. Um, So we've been going for an hour uh, or so. Do you have any um, last thoughts?
1: No, I mean it's a good movie. If uh, you have a chance, you can watch it. Uh, I. This is no sponsorship of any services out there, but it is on Hulu right now. But yeah. I mean, but if Hulu
0: wants to sponsor us and give us money, yeah. yeah.
1: In yeah. fact, next time, yeah, next time, let's not say names. It's in streaming. I, you will yeah, find it in
0: with Hulu, Zulu. You,
1: you <laughs> will find it on some <laughs> streaming services out there. Uh, right now, if you your you have those, but if yep. not, definitely your local library probably might have it, depending on yep. what city you
0: live in. If you're uh, looking to just explore Bong Joon Ho's films, uh, 100% recommend this one. Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, if you're also you know trying to learn more about Korean cinema, definitely a, a good movie to watch. Uh, in a way, one one of the things that I do like about this movie or Memories of Murder or that type of movies is... Because I feel like a lot of, you know, uh, uh, Asian movies that come to the U.S., whether it's South Korean, Japanese, etc., they're always focused on either martial arts or Yakuza or some sort of gang-related topics. So this is more of a, a movie where you get just get to see... Uh, you know, a mother trying to f- this find whether uh, to to try to prove her son was not a murderer of someone in a small town in
0: South Korea, and
1: yeah, that's just different.
0: Yeah, and there's a certain intimacy to it. It's not as sprawling as a lot of other Bong's films. So, uh, yeah, would definitely get my uh, recommendation as well. So, thank you all for tuning in to the inaugural film to film podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, We hope to be releasing these episodes every couple weeks or so, so uh, stay tuned for the next one.
1: All right. You guys have a good night. Stay safe. Don't catch COVID.